Okay, great. All right, um, let's talk about the commission report back, Mr. Mtembu. Let's yeah. start with the battle of ideas. Yep. There's been criticism saying that there isn't really any battle of ideas within the ANC. It's more like a battle of candidates, a contestation of candidates. What's your response to that? Well, well to a certain extent, I will agree, but also disagree uh, at the same time. Because uh, we, we must locate the battle of ideas in, in the South African political space. What are these contending ideas? And what does the ANC stands for in the face of all these contending ideas? And therefore, are our ideas able to influence society favorably towards the ANC? By the way, they have. That's why we have won so many elections so many times. Because our ideas as the ANC, our policy articulations, always uh, were received and they resonated well with the people of South Africa. But That's having, why they voted for but us. But having said so yourself, with the last local government elections, it's not your policies that are a problem. Yeah. It's sometimes the conduct of the party, the conduct of members, and which is why you've seen yourself lose some support. That's why I said I agree, I agree and, and disagree. disagree. Where I agree with you is what we are saying in our document uh, on the Battle of Ideas that our enemy is ourselves. Because instead of speaking to what we are meant to do, the vision of the ANC for South Africa and the people of South Africa, uh, of making lives of people of South Africa better, we then uh, off-ramp to our internal wrangles, to our internal difficulties, to what the document calls subjective weaknesses. Therefore, when we just get derailed by these subjective weaknesses at the expense of this historical mission that we have, of making South Africa a non-racial society, of making South Africa, all people of South Africa, to be so proud that they are South Africans, that they have houses, that they have schools, they've got, you know, they have an economy, they have a place that they can call home. They, they also have a neighbor that they can be proud of, that they can live with. We call these things cohesion. Now we, we have been off-ramped to concentrate on the internal difficulties. We have mentioned one of them, mm. candidate selection. Are they playing themselves out also in other areas? We've seen that be, there's been contestation with regards to conversation on RET, speaking to the ANC Youth League um, just uh, on Monday about this push for expropriation of land without compensation. You've just said you want all South Africans, regardless of race, to feel like the ANC is their home. These battle of ideas, could they further cost you more support? Well, well, well we, 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 are, we are agreeing in, in the ANC. That's why we, we, we spent two days, episode, as you will know, we spent two days where we were doing an analysis of what are these uh, difficulties and challenges that we are faced with as the ANC now. That militates against this good message that the ANC has. And this good standing in society of the African National Congress in this good vision 
that the ANC has on South Africa. What are these things? And we have dealt with these issues, issues of patronage. These are issues that we have dealt with. Uh, issues that where people have said that we seem to be a little bit uh, not that uh, robust on fighting corruption. The, our commission and all the co other commissions dealt with these issues. Issues of whatever capture uh, that is in the horizon. Now, until we remove all these matters, and the ANC fortunately has the capacity, the ANC has the capacity to remove all these negative narratives about itself. It has that capacity. Narratives are linked to people, though, and, and you, you know... They come from its people. Yes. That's why these negative narratives, by the way, they don't come from you. They come from us. Hmm. They come from me. They come from our leagues. They come from leaders of the ANC. That's why we are saying these internal weaknesses and challenges. You also said during the briefing about the need for strengthening, especially of uh, the political school. I know, um, I think it was in 2012 when you launched your political uh, education yeah. uh, uh, facilities, but in, I think last year, you also announced that there's going to be a regional political school and that will be based in Tanzania. Is that meant to augment what is already there? Because there was a, 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 a consensus that that yeah. was not where building the kind of cadres that you want, perhaps. Well, the, the, the Tanzania initiative is a, an, an initiative of all liberation uh, forces, uh, all liberation movements. We, we have all agreed that, yes, there will be a political school and it will be housed in Tanzania. And I think that's also in respect of uh, Solomon, uh, our cadre. I think as secretaries of uh, liberation movements met, I think the, the, the location of the political school for all liberation, that's not for the ANC. Mm. But what well, I'm saying is, would it also strengthen, would it augment your own political education for your cadres? Definitely. The definitely. It, it will augment the political education for our cadres uh, because our, our cadres need to have a better understanding of what are these things that have made liberation movements off-ramp from their mission. All of them. In fact, that, that's, I think that was, will be one syllabi that we will have in, in, in Tanzania. Again, again, one syllabi that we will have in Tanzania that will also have an impact on our own political school here. Why do liberation movements wane after 20 to 25 years and lose power to other forces? This is what we are asking ourselves as ANC so that we say we must retrospect we must introspect so that, as we, I have said when we began, deal with this internal weakness. And we have the capacity. If we don't deal with these internal weaknesses, by the way, we will not be able to take forward the National Democratic Revolution. In fact, it will be derailed. Have you considered perhaps your policy development process that that might either need to be spruced up or even changed completely? Because some of your critics say it's outdated. That Some of the people who sit here and argue those policies have absolutely no understanding of the way in which bureaucracy works. And not that their um, contribution is not important, but that that needs to be emphasized. Well, I, I, I don't know what people mean by, demo, by bureaucracy because we, we are not talking about implementation of policy then. We are saying, what, what is this type of a South Africa that we would like to see in the next five years?
uh, and our posture in the past five years has it been in tandem with this South Africa that we would like to see the policies we have now have they assisted us to see this South Africa that is coerced this South Africa that is non-racial this South Africa that has ownership uh, patterns of the productive assets of this country residing with everybody in South Africa. So all these policy options that we have, are they assisting us towards this, what we have called a national democratic society? Where you don't have a person who says, I'm in South Africa, but because I am black, and others because they are black, they are in no position to own anything like ShopRite. Let me tell you why some say there needs, there's either a, a disjuncture or disconnect between either the policy development process and even your cadres, perhaps either um, the maturity of the cadre, whether they're, they're too young in the movement or perhaps outdated in their thinking. They say, for instance, some of your uh, policy documents on international relations are full of uh, uh, rhetoric on... Um, anti-Western rhetoric, rather, and that it espouses victimhood of emerging economies and developing countries suffering from the dominance of Western powers, that this is where they say there's a disjuncture, a disconnect, and that perhaps you need to revisit your policy development process. Well, I I don't think so. You see, if people want to argue politics, well, they they can come to this show where we can bring... Uh, comrades who have authored those documents and comrades that have participated in these commissions here because there is value uh, in where we come from so people should not be ahistorical Okay. People Let, should not be ahistorical. Let's move on then to some of the just suggestions that you made that there's a need for transformation when you look at um, entities such as ICASA. Uh, that's something that's been said, I know, in, in, in some of the parliamentary committees as well, saying uh, ownership, uh, media or um, communication ownership is something that needs to be reviewed. Uh, Content that is South African based or biased. What kind of um, change are you also looking for? Well, 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 when we we are saying what we must develop that we have not developed as a country. Local content strategy. Across the various uh, broadcasting uh, media uh, channels we we don't have uh, so that uh, you know when you go to China or you go to Japan one thing that captures your imagination is uh, the Chinese or Japanese characteristics of their broadcasting the content thereof so we, we have not paid much attention to this. And we are saying again, without uh, rubbishing anything that is happening at this point in time, can we put more effort so that, because if we don't do attention, pay attention to local content strategy, one day you will come here to visit and look at a television and your television has no relationship with your South African identity. But how are you going to show that there is greater diversity, competitiveness in the ownership of communications? Well, of course, through our competitive bidding processes that are located in Nkasa, we must ensure that we, 
we, we diversify ownership of all these uh, assets that are in the broadcast space, uh, particularly your pay television services, your subscription television services, so that you don't have a monopoly. Uh, again, that's also how you also load varied content when you don't have one person owning every commodity in the paid television station. So if you have got varied ownership, you have got competition, competition allows also that you have got varied uh, content. But the issue though is that at a national level, we must also say even though you will introduce competition in all the broadcasting uh, arenas and avenues, you must also have at the back of your mind assist all those broadcasters to arrive at some premium called local content. That's why local content strategy is important. I need to talk about the proposal that uh, GC government communications need to be more centralized, but I understand the uh, proposal is that it must be located within the presidency. Is that correct? Yeah. Why? You see that, that there is a view that uh, where it is located now, there is not enough authority in the office to ensure that all other ministers abide by whatever communication strategy of government. Because uh, the minister is also at the same level as all the other ministers. But have, have, if you were to put it in the office of the president, indeed the president and that office has uh, authority probably over all other ministries. There will be no ministry that will then be seen as when the minister says that, can we communicate in this fashion? Can we adopt this communication strategies government? Some might even perhaps speak of that minister as wanting to make him or herself a super minister or a super ministry. But, but when that is located in the presidency, then the, the strategy of government on communication is driven from the head of government who is the president. That not is the notwithstanding that, though, uh, Mr. Mtembu, is there no danger of the president then having undue influence over what is essentially government communications? Well, the, the, the government has a head. And that head in South Africa is the president. Our view, and of course, whether you... if Let's, let's talk about the, the implementation of the national... Uh, uh, <coughs> There is a program of government, uh, and uh, Minister Jeff Khabdebe is heading that program, National Development Plan. It is located precisely in the presidency, because it needs to be driven at the level of the presidency so that all ministries adhere to the dictates of the National Development Plan. Similarly, it has not it has no inkling of influence by president this this motivation all that it has is that when it is located in the office of the president then it will find 
implementation by other ministries possible because it has the necessary authoritative voice for implementation of the government communication strategy. But of course, we have not arrived at a decision as yet. It is a recommendation. It's only the conference of the ANC in December that will then arrive at a decision on this particular matter. But we're just explaining the rationale now that for such a cross-cutting, by the way, government communication is cross-cutting. The, the problem with the commission, the commission felt that government communication is not felt. They felt that government communication is not there. They felt that government communication is not coordinated. They felt that, in fact, there's not even respect for the GCIS from line departments. So that respect and coordination for GCIS can only come when it is located in the Premier Office. Would you then have somebody at Lutuli House, one of the proposed national office bearers who are going to be, um, you know, put in charge of communications, then deal directly with the presidency in terms of uh, communications? No, no, no. There, there is no such a proposal. By the way, let, let, let's just add, apart from this, the national government communication system located at presidency, the commission also said in the provinces, let, all, let that uh, communication government system be located in the premier's office. Again, for the same reason, that for coordination purposes and for authority, that office will be best placed to for the communication services to get the required data so that it is able to communicate adequately what's happening in government. But there's been no recommendation and no inkling and uh, no voice that said there must be somebody at Lutuli House. By the way, the ANC is able to differentiate between government and ANC communication. If somebody somehow said to you that uh, we are saying that there must be some understanding of what's happening at government communication by ANC communication. That doesn't mean that ANC will dictate government communication. We can't. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Mr. Tim. Thank you very much.